This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the latest episode of Ladder Talk. Before we get into the episode, I just want to say a quick shout out to our newest patron, and that is Abraham. Thank you so much for your support of the show. If you guys want to find out how you can help support this podcast through our Patreon, just head over to www.patreon.com slash ladder talk. Again, the link is www.patreon.com slash ladder talk. You can also find the link in the description or in the show notes. There's absolutely no obligation to sign up, but if you have the means and the desire to help out the show, it'll be greatly appreciated. Now for today's episode, uh, we recorded this just before Halloween, so we'll talk a little bit about uh, themed seasonal shaves. Also, we have friend of the show, Arvin Lucio, sitting in the third chair. He helps us moderate things on the Lather Talk Discord, and we actually get to talk about a few different topics, including um, you know current current gear we're looking forward to using, as well as just bigger topic of content creation. Now, without further delay, here's the latest episode. Hey guys, this is John, aka Lather Hog, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Lather Talk. With me, as always, is my handsome co-host, Gerard. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And I do realize the irony of that introduction because we're experiencing some technical difficulties. Um, but you can look at old episodes to see how handsome Gerard is. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, right? <laughs> If you got it, flaunt it. Uh, <laughs> you know, we try our best. Yes, we, we do. We do. And we're trying to make do with it. And for listeners at home, viewers at home, thank you for bearing with us as these things happen. Uh, in this case, you know, there's uh, a kind of nasty storm. It's on its way out of the New England area, but it's kind of wreaked havoc, havoc on my internet connection. So uh, we've had to go. Without video this time, but that's okay, Gerard, because we got some fun stuff to talk about. And listeners, we are hoping you'll come along for that ride. So first thing I actually wanted to share, and Gerard, I think we talked about this one episode before, and I forgot how it came up, but um, listeners of Lather Talk are coming from all over the globe. And I uh, just want to share uh, some of those stats right now. So to no surprise... Since both of us are based in the U.S., 70% of our listeners are in the United States. Then we've got 9% from 
from our friends in North Canada. Third, seven percent. The United Kingdom is uh, showing showing you know, representation right there. Three percent from Australia, and then a whole collection of other countries kind of fall fall in that like one percent fraction of percent. So wherever you guys are you know listening from, we just want to thank you, and especially for like. English isn't your first language and you're still tuning into that, we really appreciate you and hope some of this stuff makes sense. Definitely. No, thank you. Uh, just might as well ask John, what's like a surprising country that, you know, showed up on there uh, that you're just like, wow, someone actually listened from, I don't know. Is there anyone from uh, Djibouti on there? Ooh. Uh- <laughs> I'm scrolling because oh, I mean it's it's pretty cool. Uh, I I don't see I don't see Djibouti, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, so if some if there's any wet shavers in Djibouti, uh, or if you know of any, you know, you send them a link. Let's get yeah. let's get that listener. Let's. I want a hundred percent listener increase from the country of Djibouti. <laughs> I'm there. And in general, we'd love to hear from where from where you guys are listening from, whether it's within the you know within the U.S. or one of the many countries. Really, it's all over. You know, Asia, Europe, Africa, the Caribbean. Like it's it's all over. So it it's awesome just to see, uh, yeah, that that listeners, even if it's like one or two people from each country or each area, it, it's really cool. So, and also we actually have someone coming on in the third chair today just to join us to. To touch upon the topics that normally me and Jordan would catch up on, and that is Arvin Lucio. He is one of our moderators on the Ladder Talk Discord. Uh, he's Rocketvin on there, and uh, let's uh, let's bring him on right now, Gerard. We might be dealing with some technical issues today, so um, apologies ahead of time. But Arvin, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. Hey, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Hello, everybody. I had the pleasure of, of meeting Arvin. I forgot if I mentioned this on the podcast. Uh, we met over the summer uh, when I was visiting Hawaii, uh, where my wife and her, all her family um, still live. So Arvin and I got to hang out. Our families got to meet up. Uh, I don't think, Gerard, you haven't had the pleasure of meeting Arvin in person yet, right? No, not yet. So uh, first order of business. And Arvin, feel free to chime in. Um, yeah. This is just about... Upcoming releases, and this could be software, hardware, um, or, or whatever. Uh, I, I don't, just just before we started rolling, uh, Gerard, and I, Gerard and I were saying not you know not too much is going on as far as releases, but there were a few that we wanted to note. Um, f- uh, what I wanted to plug was Noble Otter is bringing back Firefighter, which is a very very I think uh, crowd pleasing scent. It's a woody aquatic. Uh, it, I think based on customer demand, uh, no, Noble Otter is bringing it back for another run. And so that'll come out November 4th, which is uh, at the time of the recording. That's next Thursday. Very likely it'll be the day that the podcast drops. So if you're listening to this on the drop day, mm-hmm. November 4th is when Firefighter returns. And Gerard, you had a mention as well. Yeah. Um, so Southern Witchcrafts is going to be dropping uh, Grapefruit 2. Um, last year, uh, their collaboration with Australian Private Reserve uh, with Grapefruit One uh, was just a super success. And 
you know, this year they're um, kind of re-releasing it through uh, a different, a different nose, a different, you know, uh, uh, you know, different perfumer uh, in someone who was just on the podcast, uh, Sean Mayer of Chateau Lux and Mayer Olfactive. Um, He is, I guess you can say, you know, the one um, taking his swing at that, you know, the general tones of of grapefruit. And so, Mm -hmm. Uh, that will be releasing uh, next Saturday, or I'm sorry, I guess from this release, it would be this Saturday, uh, November 6th. And so um, I know that they were hoping on getting it out on Halloween, but, um, you know, uh, I think they they weren't feeling too well this week. So that kind of pushed things back a week. So yeah, Mm -hmm. November 6th, Grapefruit 2. It's probably going to be really good. And I have not smelled it, uh, but I mean, I love the grapefruit, grapefruit one. And so if that's something that uh, is maybe up your alley, yeah, take a shot on it for sure. Nice. And Arvin, was, was there anything that caught your eye? Um, it's okay if there's not, but... Um, yeah, yeah, for new releases? Yeah, yeah. the um, you know, there's been a quite a bit of buzz about Omnibus. And mm, yes, I, yes. I see, I see folks uh, getting rid of their older bases. Like, shoot, I still have uh, quite a bit of like reserve and and classic. And and they they're still awesome performers. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. like, I I would, I don't know, but I, I've seen guys you know who just replace it or they'll they'll uh, stockpile right in the latest base. It's like, um, maybe me two years ago would have done that, but uh, I, I saw that release from Barrister Man. Was it Melange? Um, yeah, Melange. Oh, yeah. Before, yes, to, to coincide with the release of the Dune film. Hmm. Hmm. So that one caught my eye. I don't remember exactly uh, what the what the notes were. I remember seeing some, yeah, some spicy notes. Um, I don't know if either of you. I don't have a web page open to pull up what the oh, no, you, uh, you scent can, description is. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. Go ahead. Yeah, but you know that one caught my eye. I mean, I know. I got it. Uh, yeah, I know that will you know, uh, was releasing, uh, already released scents. Like, uh, I know for the Fougere, both Gothique and Angelique, you know, that got released in the Omnibus. And then, mm. uh, a few of the, um, I guess, was that, would that, would there be their, their classic or their standard line, right? Like, uh, Seville. And I think I saw, yeah, yeah. they're, um, they're, 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 I guess, the baseline or, yeah. Lavanil, Laganchipra, right. Cheshire. Uh, right, what else right. is in there? Cologne but, Roots, uh, maybe? I, don't know. I think so. But the one that caught my eye was, uh, yeah, Melange. So I, I'm, uh, I love the original Dune film. I know that's a polarizing <laughs> film, like diehard people who, who read the book, you know, think it's uh, um, an insult, right, to the story. But I enjoyed it, you know, as a as a young boy. And I still do, right? It's, it's a cult classic and favorite but I, I did see the uh the the new version i don't know if you guys did you can talk about uh, it a little I, bit. yeah me and my wife watched it this weekend as well we loved it yeah uh, <laughs> i i we loved it too <laughs> my wife was a little a little lost like what's going on i don't know what's going on so i had to kind of explain it's like what did you say it's like yeah but yeah the pacing of it you know it's like a lot different right than the original i remember the original film it everything just kind of went along pretty quickly but um, yeah, very enjoyable. Yeah, I've never seen the original, the the David Lynch, the eighties one. But I, I was mm-hmm. uh, because this new Dune film, 
uh, is split up into two parts, and they only just confirmed that a part two is definitely, you know, it's like got the green green light to go mm-hmm. earlier this week. I did pick up the book, Arvin, I mean, and I, you know, just mm. in uh, looking up, I, I didn't realize it was it's held in such high regard as far as science fiction novels go. So I, it is. I'm, I'm looking it's the OG. To, so yeah, I, I do love me some sci-fi. Yeah, man. Uh, back in the day, I used to read uh, the Star Wars novels, and my friends would make fun of me. Um, this is during college. Like, haters you be study, man. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing reading Star Wars books? How old are you? Oh, the extended universe. You're one of those. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no, it's it's legends, legends. now, right? Yes, so correct, correct. The I all, I did not watch. People are gonna, yeah, <laughs> they're gonna. I'm gonna get stabbed. They're gonna <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I I don't know. I, I I didn't watch any of the the newer films. It just uh, didn't appeal to me. I was you like, can let I, you I'm know gonna... right now. You you're not missing out. Yeah, not sure. at all with that said so i i am a star wars fan but um like last year during covid and i i think i did mention this all right maybe no, I, maybe i didn't like but when my son was born i was you know i was like at home and stuff like that um i ended up going through the animated series um star wars mm-hmm. rebels and uh, i'm sorry um star wars clone wars and star wars rebels and yeah for a quote-unquote kids show or a cartoon Mm. show it is very like i'd say like you know i think it's seven seasons by like season two three it gets like yeah very mature for a Mm quote-unquote cartoon show and and the nice the cool part about it is if, if you're a fan of all that if you're a fan of you know mandalorian and everything that's been released since on disney plus uh i guess shout out to the mouse in the house um that yeah it's the same uh kind of the same showrunner the same person you know in terms of making sure the continuity is correct the lore is correct and the the characters and everything is they are where they're supposed to be so yeah it's it's great and and yeah it's it's uh it's a good palate cleanser if you watch the sequel trilogy and the kind of the the fire the garbage fire that that is <laughs> Yeah. Well, standalone, I think it's it's pretty pretty awesome. I I enjoyed it. I think the first I can't remember if it had a different name, but the the art was uh, a lot more. I would say I don't know, kind of an exaggerated style, and they kind of refined it. Uh, I guess in the three D version, right? Because the original was like um uh like one D like cell the looking cells, animation. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then they they switched to the the three D and. Um, yeah, it, it was it was amazing. I I got drawn into it, and for a lot, I got, not that I was uh, super judgmental about the the prequels, um, but it in a way, yeah, kind of <laughs> helped to save you know the story. And but yeah, standalone, good stuff, man. Uh, e- even my wife, she's like totally into it, and she's not really into sci-fi, but she watched it from beginning mm-hmm. to end and binge watched it because she loved it so much. Yeah, solid character arcs. Uh, but before mm-hmm. I forget, uh, Gerard, did you say you had the the set notes for uh, Barristan Man Melange? Yes, and so the notes here. I'm just going to read it straight from the the yeah. post. Is that Melange is a sparklingly dry mineral mineral combination of nutmeg, ginger, cardamom, cinnamon, pine, musk, and desert air. Mm. It is perfect for starting revolutions and overthrowing galactic empires. Or for just heading out for a nice evening, so um, that yeah, um, 
it was supposed to be released actually this week uh, as we record this. However, because of supply chain issues with the labels, they're pushing it back uh, tentatively, I think, a week until everything you know gets in and, and whatnot. So again, by the time you uh, listen to this, hopefully you know it's out and everything like that. But that's definitely another one, I think, for people to you know keep an eye on. Yeah. Arvin and, will have already ordered it by then. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I was going to say, he who controls the spice controls the universe. That's a Dune quote, by the way. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I like early into the hobby. I was really big into like spicy accords, spicy oriental. So I, I really like, you know, some of the vintage sense, like old spice. Yeah, yeah I'm one of those guys that likes okay. like an old guy. Um, so when I, when I read the sentence description of that one, I was like, Ooh, that one looks right in my wheelhouse. I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm just going to stop, uh, putting it out there. Like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to spending freeze cause that it really never happens. So it's just, <laughs> you know, spending you know, traffic, spending traffic. Yeah. <laughs> but, wasn't, that, uh, wasn't that a like a little, little, uh, back and forth on, on the discord where like first rule of spending freeze, you don't talk about spending freeze, like just do it. <laughs> Just do it, right? Yeah. Like once you say I'm on a spending freeze, you're yeah. gonna like you're you're gonna immediately run to something that takes yeah. you off your spending freeze. Mm, absolutely, no, no, guilty, guilty. But uh, yeah, spicy accords, <laughs> uh, spicy Orientals. Um, speaking of spicy, the other release that I'm pretty excited about is mm. from our friend Johnny uh, from Lothar, but I think it's pronounced Loafer. I don't know if that's a, it's a British uh, uh, English uh, pronunciation, but yeah, Lothar grooming uh, Namka. And I think that's also, mm. uh, uh, also uh, with that scent release, uh, he's also doing a splash. So I'm pretty uh, excited. I plan on getting a set of that too. Nice. I I believe that is. I, th- I think that's out already. It's out least, already. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that uh, it's out in the UK and US distributors should have it. So I, I'm quite excited about that. Uh, he did say he was insp- heavily inspired by. Uh, I, I, and uh, I forget the scent name, but something by uh, Diptyque. And the scent I was thinking of was <laughs> Diptyque's Oud Palau. I Oud Palau, P A L A O. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's uh the the scent notes are oud, rose, and woody vanillic amber accords. Mm. That sounds quite nice. So. Uh, and the fact I, I totally forgot Arvin until you mentioned it that mm-hmm. that's the premiere of his splash. So yes. I've been pretty excited about trying that. So yes. you you might have yeah you might have just enabled me both for both that one and Melange. You're welcome. Mm, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shave just, enablers of yes. the world unite. Arvin, were there were there? I mean, those are those are two great uh, you know release like one release and one upcoming release. And anything else you want to add to to, to that list? Uh, software. Well, it's not a release, but, um, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I mentioned on the discord earlier today, right. Yeah. Um, uh, since we're looking forward to use, right. I don't know if you're going to talk about that now or later. Um, oh, for, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in, ju- in yeah. just a little bit as far as, uh, but yeah, it, it's, stuff. yeah, it's, it's new to me because, um, <laughs> I bought it last year, like, you know, after the season and I'm saved it for this year. It's the Dr. John, like that, the kind of that propaganda, like artwork. Oh, yeah. I forget the name of the artist. Um, but yeah, the Wolfman, be, the Mummy, yeah. the, the, that series. Yeah, that series. So I have, I have, I have, or I had, I don't know if I still have it, uh, Victory or Death. The Mummy? 
Yeah. The, I think mine was, I think or it was Dracula. Wolfman. I think it was Wolfman. Okay. <laughs> Not the it Razor was... Company, but the, the Wolfman, right, right. the werewolf <laughs> character. It shout was. Out to, uh, shout so, out to James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was Onward to Victory, Victory or Death, and then Death and Glory. So that's easy to mix up those. Yeah. It's, I was like, it was all alone. Uh, it was all a mush in my head. I was like, wait a minute. Death. Yeah. But um, yeah, fantastic artwork. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, there was uh, also a, a three-part series they did years ago, which I still have. And, um, you know, the sense are okay, but, you know, some things we get, you know, for the artwork, which is, you know, kind of like a whole nother topic in itself, you know, um, <laughs> scent and artwork and all that's combined. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, so moving on to the next section here, and Arvin did briefly mention this. So we threw out a listener question uh, onto the Discord and over to our patrons, and we asked, do you have a Halloween theme shave planned? And if so, what are you featuring? And just I just wanted to note that some people shared their actual, you know, what they have planned for the Halloween or All Hallows' Eve, and some people like to kind of work their way up to and past Halloween. So they, they listed a few things that uh, they're planning to use. Uh, first one uh, comes from Jared over at Thirsty Badger Shave Company. And he said, I'll be using Razor Ruby Undead. Stupid label that only makes sense this time of year, even though the scent isn't really what I would call a Halloween scent. It's uh, Roja Enigma. Featuring it in a scent of the day photo post looks stupid the rest of the year. So he's very, uh, <laughs> he wants to get that in as, as soon as he can. And then a, another uh, another entry here um, from Philip Tremblay. That's Phil over uh, at the Canadian, Canadian Mafia on Instagram. Uh, he said, clown fruit is the banger for me for the whole month of October. Oh, man. Going full month is just, <laughs> I'm just like, I will for sure get sick of it. I will get sick of it. By, by the end of the week <laughs> you know props to you who can who can go like a full month on the same same thing because once you go you know once you uh diversify your i guess your shaving profile your soap profile uh your portfolio then it's like tough to go back True. And I, I think it depends too on which soap you're using, right? So if mm. if it's a mildly scented soap, so something like say, I don't know, um oh shoot, what's that? Not Martin de Candra, not Pre de Provence, it's um the other French one. Um 
Darn it. Law. Uh, yeah, Le Père, Le, Le, uh, Le Père uh, right? Le Père Lucien. That's the one. Right? Oh, yeah. If I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. Um, that one, I <laughs> actually yeah. managed to go a month with it. I thought exactly what you're saying, Gerard, where it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, because I have like a, a ton of soaps, right? And depending on the whims or the moods, you kind of just go through whatever, right? But that one, I actually managed to make it through a month. And I didn't pay, post. And this is when I took a break from posting Shave of the Days. But yeah, it was uh, very eye-opening. And it's possible to use only. And it was one soap, one brush, and one razor. Just just for that exercise to see, you know, because, you know, I have so much. Do I really need? Uh, obviously, we don't, right? No, Nobody needs more than one brush, the, one the answer, soap, or one razor. The answer, the answer is we, we don't need any of this, but we want mm-hmm. most of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if you're listening to a shave, wet shaving podcast, <laughs> chances <laughs> are you're not a one brush, one razor kind of, kind of person. So, you know... We, we got to read the room too, but more power to you though. If you, if, if especially if you are listening and you're yeah. doing the one setup and you have like your Arco or uh, I don't know, insert utilitarian soap, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're actually one of the few saving money doing this. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew starting in, I, I, I would not be uh, one of those doing this to save money. You know, like <laughs> when I was using carts, I use that thing for, like a month, you know, even though it's dull, I, I would still use it. So I already knew the kind of person that, that I am when it comes to hobby, I kind of go yeah. all out. So it doesn't matter what hobby, whether it's collecting instruments or uh, photography or, you know, uh, production gear, it, it's, it's an instant uh, abyss. Yeah. So I can see the, yeah, the, the earth's uh, core, you know, when I go into my hobbies. So shaving, I already knew, <laughs> which is why, I sat on it for many years, you know, I, I lurked for, you know, on, on BNB for, for a while, but didn't jump in cause I knew, but, uh, but just to finish the thought though, as far as being able to use one soap, if it's a light kind of scented soap doable, yeah. but anything yeah. else, like if it's like heavy, uh, or, uh, like spice or even woody guarantee, I, I would get sick of it. Um, like even, uh, what was that? Uh, you, you did that right. Jarred with, uh, was it watch? Is it called? Is it Watchmen? Right? Uh, yeah. Zingari, uh, yeah. Right? Zingari it's, Man it, Watchmen. It's a nice. It's a nice scent, but I can see myself, yeah, getting fatigued by that one if I did it for over a week. I don't know yeah, how and, long you made it. And it also makes sense, right? Like some of the really like heavy, you know, hitters, and and it's isn't that funny? Like a lot of us almost prefer heavily scented soaps until we consistently use that heavily heavily scented soap. And then, you know, some of the lighter stuff, we're not offended by it or we're not like, like you said, either fatigued or, or, um, you know, just, yeah, like, where it's kind of like, I don't know, like, like binging, I guess, like, you know, where we go on like a, a single scent binge, uh, if you will. Yeah. Like, like, you know, if I had to like, oh, what's a terrible, if I had to drink Malort, you know, every day, uh, mm. you know, for, for a month, I, you know, uh, you know or i'd probably never want to have it again it's probably the same thing i just offended every i've, I've offended everyone that that loves malort now just to get through a few more actually <laughs> two that came up a lot well two barrister and man entries that came up quite a bit was hallows uh, right away tonality and give me cake 
went right for Hallows. Fujir Gothique, I know, is another another big selection. I think Arvin, you listed a few, and those two were on your list as well. Mm-hmm. In addition to the the three from Doctor John's, um, one past Ben. Uh, another friend from Canada here. Uh, he said A and E cherry pie because it reminds me of the red candies slash lollipops I get in my bag. George, do you want to read a few, a few of these off? There's some there's some choice ones. Uh, whichever ones do you care to? I'm just like yeah, I'm kind of going through other stuff. You know, um, you had mentioned flowers in the dark. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some other people uh, had mentioned um, Southern witchcraft, Samhain. Uh, mm-hmm. and- as well um i mean very appropriate for the season yeah. yep um some other people had also mentioned uh, fougere gothique from barrister and man great it it's it's definitely a i would say a i don't want to say love it or hate it but it, it's kind of that thing it's either you love it or it's it's not for you because it just punches so hard you know um as well as katie's bubbles three three two two which is also really, really nice. Very dark, very dark, super vetiver forward. Um, really, uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Arvin, how would you describe 322? I have it. 322, it's, I, I would say it's definitely uh, in the same vein as, uh, I would say more hollows than Fujira Gothique, um, but still related. But yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah dirty, uh, dirty vetiver, smoky. And I think I remember, uh, was it current? I think I remember there being kind of like a fruit note. I remember too, that's in there. Um, definitely not for the, yeah, uh, for the, for the faint. You, you're, yeah. you're, it's going to be one of those, you're either going to really like it or you're going to be like, uh-uh. uh, if you don't like vetiver, yeah, you're not going to like that. And it kind of, I think we were talking in, in the discord about, uh what was that one um barrister man one um nocturne right so with the that smoky note right it's like same i think that's similar smoky note in uh in rome so there is a smoky Mm. note in in 322 um and my wife does not like any smoky um anything in yeah any of the soaps i use so uh, I'll, i'll keep it but now i'm starting to separate things on the side stuff my wife doesn't like and to make it easier yeah like things are smoky it's kind of on my consider to chopping block list but um sorry long long response what does it smell like yeah like uh smoky earthy dirty vetiver leaves and uh that that fruit note i don't know does that sound it's about right to you guys it is black yeah black currant yeah yeah it's it's very that the haitian vetiver that uh chris cullen likes using is very mm-hmm. very dominant in in that sense um, oh, one 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 reply I liked was from Sloppy Badger, and he said Frankenlime only because it sounds Halloweeny. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that, that uh, made like me that. laugh. It, little, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, nothing to do with Halloween, but it has the artwork and the theme for sure. If you like lime, you will like Frankenlime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. I, I agree. Fantastic lime scent. Mm-hmm. And as as for just to wrap up this section. Do you, have you guys planned what you're going to use for the actual um, on the on the 31st? I, I'm pretty sure I'm going with ha- Hallows on the 31st. Same, yeah. Same. All right. I don't know. I, mean, I, I just enjoy it too much. It's like I always look forward to this time. It, 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 for some reason, and me, you know, 
knock me all you want, you know, and all of us in Hawaii, because, you know, I guess the same applies to you, Gerard, right? Because you don't yeah, exactly have seasons, but at least you get the, the more, you know, temperature variance than we do. Yeah. But in the moment, it's not like 84 degrees when it goes to 80. It's fall. All right. I can break out my fall <laughs> sense. Um, but no, yes. like hollows, you know, like this is how I get to experience the seasons. And I'm, I'm sure it'd be similar for you, Gerard, but you know, we can kind of dress for the season, at least with colors and materials and then for the sense, right? This is how I get to experience it. And I don't use hollows outside of the fall or I'll, I'll kind of stretch it out into the, the winter time too. It's just uh, super enjoyable. Love hollows. Um, yeah, I, I have not made my call yet on term, in terms of what I'm, I'm going to use. It will probably be a Southern witchcraft scent. Um, uh, I like Hallows, but I, I think I sold it. I, I, I had it in, mm. in Excelsior in, with the, I don't want to say cartoony label from a couple of years ago. Cool. All right. Well, so by the time this, by the time this airs, though, you will know what each of us ha- have. Well, I mean, me and Arvin are pretty set on Hallows. But Gerard, <laughs> Gerard It'll will have made his... Sawen from okay. southern witchcraft because i mean, I mean that is <laughs> yeah it will we won't probably. we won't hold you to it it's not contractually binding <laughs> for you to yeah use that one. we'll see okay. um, maybe maybe i'll just like toss a bunch of things into the air and whatever lands in the circle will be the one that i'll use <laughs> All right, so let's tackle the main thing we want to talk about today, and it's kind of a broad topic, but uh, we want to uh, talk a little bit about content creation. In particular, what does content creation look like in the wet shaving space? And this is something we've, I, I think we kind of always touch upon at least a little bit, but we're hoping to kind of really, you know, maybe uh, really get into things, really chew on uh, kind of the 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 meta meta textual picture, what it looks like, and yeah, we'll kind of, we'll kind of see where the conversation steers us as well. But uh, I wanted to start us on the medium of YouTube and what what shaving videos look like. So, uh, and guys, obviously, f- feel free to chime in here because I think we all will all have slightly different takes on this. But um, from my observations as someone who makes wet shaving YouTube content is that the current, you know, uh, current popular style is a vlog style. And that's where the most popular folks in the wet shaving space, you're tuning in daily, if, if not a few times a week. Uh, and it's not so much about the products that they're using. Not always. It's more about the personality though. And so I'm talking, you know, we're talking about your Ken surfs, uh, Sinatra Lennon uh, and, and other folks, you know, no, no disrespect to people who I'm not naming or anything like that, but uh, that that is the prominent style. And because that's what's really taken off uh, and I, I forget what the the subscriber numbers are on those channels, but I think around like 20K, which mm-hmm. in the bigger picture, and you know, this is the kind of thing when we compare it to the rest of YouTube, that's kind of small potatoes as far as um, right. YouTube YouTubers who are really big. But in our space and you know, wet shaving, wet shaving hobbyists, we are definitely in like a niche of a niche. So um, I, I think the reason, so those guys being the most popular for everyone else trying their hand at YouTube and wanting to talk about wet shaving, it's going to look like theirs. 
Um, I know I can't help but fall into that format as well because it's easy to do. Um, a lot of times people aren't even editing. Uh, I like to buck the trend there a little bit, uh, add some music in the background, but really most of the time it's just someone capturing their whole shave, whether that be 10 minutes, sometimes it's upwards to like 50, 60 minutes. Uh, I've seen some pretty long videos out there and, um, you know, my, my personal thing is, uh, I don't know. I'd rather just watch TV if we're talking about like long programs like that. Uh, I tend to like, um, because I think, you know, I, I have fragrance YouTube or even like uh, researching tech. It's the reviews that I, I, I was drawn to and that's kind of who I stuck with. So early on, uh, like Nick Shaves uh, was one I liked and that's more educational. Uh, IMCDV and, and, and all the different iterations did more reviews than some of the other guys I named. So I watched more of his content. Um, and I, I think you, you wind up emulating, uh, the, the, you know, the style, uh, of that, which you like to consume. And, and that kind of makes sense. So, uh, I, I'm curious, uh, I guess, uh, now that I've given that whole spiel, uh, have you guys, you know, do you agree with that take on it? And, do either of you see the the wet shaving YouTube space changing at all in the past year or two? You gonna go first, Gerard? Um, you can go if you already have a if you have a thought. Well, I have a bunch of thoughts. It's just get yeah. it together. That's the tricky part. But yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, just to kind of you know I, you know what you went over, John, with you know what the trend has been. You know the names you mentioned. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think all of us, you know, who went on YouTube looking up shaving videos had to counter, you know, pretty much all of them, right? And there's some, you know, new uh, content creators, you know, on YouTube, but they, yes, they do follow that, you know, sh- uh, vlog format with their, uh, their camera, you know, on the mirror or on the shelf somewhere and they, they talk through their shave. And, you know, I have you know different thoughts about it. I mean, I think that's what everyone's doing. Um, so it gets a little... You know, I'm not knocking anybody, but it gets a little, uh, for, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be nice. It gets a little boring. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's why um, no, no, no need to pull punches. Cause yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm, I, I subscribe to that if you have nothing nice to say, but, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, it gets, you know, uh, monotonous, right. Cause if everybody's doing it, how do you separate yourself from, you know, this, and of course, this is a question for the content creators, you know, like, and of course, you're going to have your loyal following, you know, people who like you, you know, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, subscribe and watch your content because, you know, they like you, right. And which is, which is great. Um, and, and I have noticed that John, you, you certainly, yeah, have bucked that trend with, you know, your editing, um, you know, with, you know, having B-roll and, you know, having different shots. And I find that really uh, engaging and, and that's not because <laughs> we're friends or, uh, you know, I, I help out with the discord, but, you know, as someone who, you know, used to create and produce content, you know, those are the things that definitely, you know, stood out in my eye, um, even before we knew, we knew each other. So, um, you know, just the fact that, uh, yeah, that, that you have that in place is, is why I enjoy your content, John, um, or content like that. And if I'm going to be watching anybody else, you know, to be honest, it's, it's because of the personal connection that I have with, with people in the community, you know, like, uh, uh, shave three, two, six, you know, he's relatively new, but you know, he hit the ground running, but you know, followed that same format, right. So shave vlog format. 
And I think he did it for about a year, which is pretty amazing. You know, people who put like daily content out there, that's it's like, I can barely keep up just like watching, even if it was one guy, you know, but mm-hmm. to, um, yeah, to, 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 to sit through that content. And I, other, the other thought that crossed my mind too, is, you know, being over a year, you know, working remotely from the pandemic, you know, our lives have definitely changed, you know, the way that we interact with, with people have, has, uh, has changed. Right. So I, I, I observed, you know, people are definitely spending more time, you know, consuming content, you know, cause they're at least when uh, everyone was from home, right. There's less time spent in traffic. Um, but we're definitely mm-hmm. looking for ways to connect with people because we don't have that in the, in the, um, in the, in the physical sense in the, you know, as we would in our, in our workplaces. So, uh, you know, and I found myself, yeah, watching, you know, some, some content creators, you know, like friends that I've made and, and it wasn't because I was necessarily looking for specific content or review. It's just people that, um, I enjoyed interacting with, whether it be through a chat, uh, you know, texting or, or direct messaging, whatever the platforms were, we just, you know, kind of vibe and, um, and, you know, and, and watching, you know, these videos, it feels like I'm hanging out, you know? So if anything that resonates with me is if it gives me that feeling where I'm kind of hanging out with a buddy or old college buddy, you know, that totally resonates with me, you know? Mm. And uh, you definitely, you know, emulate that. I definitely get that from, you know, like with uh, Shave 326 and, you know, a handful of others. But as far as me, one, because, dude, there is just too much out there. It's like, I don't know. I know in the last episode, you know, you talked about how exhausting it is just on the social media platforms, right? <laughs> just to, for With one Sean, post yeah. content, you know, to, you know, and then to reply to it, that's a whole nother thing, right? Um, but even just keeping up with what's that's out there, it's like, where do people find the time? It just, it just blows my mind. So I, I kind of keep it in the back vibe of kind of hanging out with my friends. Like, you know, I will, you know, I will watch it. So I don't know if that, uh, directly answers your, your your question, John, about like the uh, the landscape for you know content creation in the you know the 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 shaving uh, traditional shaving sphere. But at least you know I just want to share like you know what you know I look for and what I enjoy watching. Um, oh yeah, and, totally. Yeah, uh, uh, you want know, to keep it within you know this this YouTube for now. But yeah, it's not like before. I, I think. Um, early on, right? Like wanting to learn as much as I could about the hobby, um, you know, uh, cause we learned so much off of YouTube, right? So of course, you know, uh, I watched a bunch of, uh, the, 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 the most popular ones, of course you had, uh, yeah, Kevy shaves, uh, Nick shaves, um, and then uh, shave nation, right. Uh, you know, all those videos, we would watch that, but you know, as I actually started to do it, I didn't find myself looking for instructions anymore and it right. became a transition right. to, looking at reviews and now it's transitioned to um, not, I hope it doesn't sound like kind of weird, but it's almost like socializing. Right. So, cause I, uh, for, for myself and my household, we have been fairly conservative with me probably being the most conservative. I, I only leave if, if I have to for absolute essential things. So, you know, I, I, I've eaten out in a restaurant like maybe once or twice for the entire pandemic. And if I can eat outdoors, you know, that, that's my preference. Um, but if not, I'm doing takeout and I'm not going off. I don't have to. So, you know, my interaction has been social interaction uh, outside of my own family and work during the you know work time and working remotely. So we're doing virtual office is through 
uh, you know, through the social media, you know, and uh, different platforms. So, um, and YouTube is kind of like an extension of that, except, you know, there's no dialogue, but it still feels like I'm hanging out. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think that totally makes sense. Especially, yeah, I think framing in light of the pandemic, thank you for, that's kind of, I I think where I had that in the back of my mind, how has it changed? Because there, I I will tell you definitely there's a spike of engagement during that time. um, Mm -hmm. And it was, it definitely drove, gave me momentum to want to create more because more people were, you know, there are more eyes on it. There are more comments on it. And that, that, that certainly has changed now too, as things have reopened people trying you know, wanting to go back to normal as well so um i just want to just kind of to 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 summarize what what you said though it, it does sound like pers- it, it still winds up being personality driven and in this case someone you would want to hang out with right or the mm-hmm. that you trust in their opinions uh it, it still kind of goes back to that right like the innate charisma of of, of a person yeah absolutely Cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, and Gerard, I, I mean, you know, feel free to give your own spin on it or uh, attack <laughs> attack that question from however you like. Yeah, so I guess, you know, like I was thinking about um, being first introduced into, I guess, uh, a community, you know, as it is. And, and the reason I say a community is because there's several different ones. Um, I think that people belong to, whether it's on the forums, whether it's on Facebook, uh, whether it's on Reddit, whether it's on something else, maybe, maybe it's just Instagram, right? Maybe, you know, uh, what have you. And so, um, yeah, before I even, I was, I've been wet shaving for a long time, you know, but yeah, I, I was just using, and I mentioned this before, I was just using like Parasol Green, uh, a Mercure 23C. And um, just like some random garbage brush, you know, I think from Amazon or whatever. But, you know, um, uh, a friend uh, who was quite involved invited me to like, uh, like a lunch or like a, basically a, a meetup that was in town in, the, in, you know, where I lived. And I said, sure, why not? There's no, no, no problem there. And then that's where I ended up uh, meeting some, you know, some people. Um, I met Ken surfs there, uh, you know, uh, another YouTuber who's like just grown immensely, um, you know, in probably the past five years, as far as his, you know, uh, shaves go. Um, I remember meeting, um, he's no longer in wet shaving, but, um, Rob, uh, he was with local gent, right. And then ended up meeting some other people. And I think I want to say, yeah, it was a few years ago. Um, we haven't had him on. We should probably, uh, we should make a note of this, uh, but I had met Ron, uh, from chiseled face. Um, he had a brick and mortar store out here in California, uh, for a bit. And so I went over there, uh, visited him, you know, spoke with him, you know, a few times. Um, and then, and again, like, you know, just kind of got into it. And then, um, he ended up having to leave California and I think that's where I got kind of picked up for the daily shave series with West Coast shaving. Um, so, and that's where I kind of came across you, John, and some of the others. And yeah, so it's a very, you know, um, I was kind of like introduced into it then. And, uh, but 
I, I didn't look up stuff on YouTube. You know, I didn't look up tutorials. I didn't look up reviews. Um, I was very, I was perfectly happy using, you know, like Parasso, like anyone else, because it was cheaper than using a cartridge. And so with that, you know, um, my introduction into, you know, various shave groups, um, you know, and for, you know, I'm most active on Reddit and it's only because I was active on Reddit in non-wet shaving groups. You know, I was, I was over there quite often. Um, but I guess from the eyes of a content creator, um, a lot of the stuff I consume outside of wet shaving is, yeah, going to be on, I would say primarily YouTube and Instagram, you know, definitely, uh, we, we said it, I said it before that we feast with our eyes first. So the visual element is really, you know, important. Um, I would follow a lot of tech YouTubers, um, one of which being uh, MKBHD. Uh, he's a, uh, he does primarily like cell phones, um, computers, stuff like that. And he was someone that I've been watching since he was uh, in college. He's you know, and, and whatnot. And so it's been really kind of interesting to follow his journey as a content creator with product reviews and, and whatnot. And I kind of just like his, I guess, um, I don't want to say his approach, but uh, he has like, a, um, he has his kind of script on how he presents the product, right? And so it's very easy for me, you know, as a consumer to digest and you know, get to the end uh, of it relatively quickly. Um, it's not, and I don't know if there's anyone, I mean, you do it sometimes, John, uh, you know, but you also do like the live shaves as well, you know, uh, like a lot, or just the shave of the days as well with, you know, soaps and whatnot, because I think, you know, is there a demand for doing artisanal, you know, like wet shaving product reviews without shaving with it on camera at all. Hmm. Right? So let's say, we'll you just use a soap, okay? You know, like you can look at something maybe like packaging, okay? Is it a typical plastic tub? Is it a glass jar? Is it something unique? Is it a tin, right? Um, How's the artwork? Is it appealing to you? Does it speak to you? Anything like that? Um, maybe is it, yeah, vegan? Is it tallow-based? Is it, or is there different, you know, super fats in there? Um, is that something that you're, you know, that as a consumer you're interested in? Obviously, scent strength. Um, off the tub, I, I find that off the tub and when lathered are two very different things. You know, is that something that's along, you, you know, your impression as well? And then, yeah, maybe overall thoughts. And the, those are like five steps or five, you know, uh, I guess five points that you can probably do content on without ever having to shave on camera. And would that be something that people would end up clicking on? I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? And, uh, you know, there's an idea. Like, if it doesn't work out, don't blame me. Okay. <laughs> but... Uh, but I, I just use, yeah, I use MKBHD as one because he, yeah, he makes content for showcasing products itself. I also watch like 
I enjoy travel YouTubers, you know, um, uh, food YouTubers, like, you know, and stuff like that. But that's a little bit different, you know, like that's almost like a shave of the day thing where like you're going with them along on their journey, maybe seeing whatever they're seeing. And, you know, maybe at the end, that's a place you want to visit. You know, it's not a purchase that you can easily buy, get for yourself, like we have in, in our hobby. So, um, and I don't know, I don't know where the future as far as content creation in this goes. Um, I think that there's, you're beginning to see some overlap uh, with other hobbies, such as the fragrance community um, and, and whatnot. A lot of us have been getting into fragrances as well. And uh, the one that comes to mind was the recent um, release from Gentleman's Not in Zaharoff with the, mm-hmm. um, is it TLTG? The, or what's the, I'm sorry, what's yeah. the, what was the name? That was one of them. It was, what was the actual, oh, Zed Creators or Zed? Oh yeah, a Zed Creator series. Yeah, yeah, Zed Creator series, right? So um, yeah, having three YouTubers have, you know, kind of having a feature fragrance and that being released in a fragrance form, but as well as a wet shaving form, um, you know, via Gentleman's Nod. Yeah, that's, that's kind of appealing to me. Um, you know, I may not like all of those, you know, but that's probably where it's going to go. You know, I, I think, and um, I think it's just going to be more products, you know, out there, more options for a lot of people. Uh, but it's going to take collaborations like that. I think to continue, you know, getting more people involved in the hobby. Yeah. I, I think, uh, one thing you mentioned, and it, it is something I've experimented with, and I, I am self-conscious of it, where it's, uh, what if you just take the bare bones, and uh, not, not the bare bones, but you, you really just cut it down to the nitty-gritty of a review, right? Make it a review, um, and, and part of it's knowing what the audience wants. And I would say right now my take on it is it, it's hard to get that personality component in a very concise review style format but then again you know if if you have varied content you can get that in like a podcast might be a good way to show your personality off in the long form you know so we got mm-hmm. that going on here um and, and and frankly i can i rather gather my thoughts and even do an outline or script you know and read over footage of a shave i think there's still something to be said and gerard you hit upon this like people if you're going to talk about slickness how a thing you know the soap working you need to show at least a clip of it right at least like <laughs> sped up or going on in the back but other times you know when i ha- sometimes i play around with like speeding up footage and stuff some people rather just see it in full even if there's no talking they just want to see the shave which i don't know i think that's something else like the hair removal like Guys like beard offs are a thing, and and those do spectacularly <laughs> spectacularly well. If you're a budding, uh, you know, shaving YouTuber and you have a huge beard, and you record the removal of it, you're, you're gonna get yourself a, tons of new subs, and and you can use that momentum and really get something going for yourself. Being a Taiwanese American guy, I, I I can let that beard growth go for months. And it will not look anywhere near as impressive as as that. I think I saw. Um, I don't know if you guys saw uh, Smiles for Miles, who turns brushes. Mm-hmm. He he has this, you know, uh, known for this like kind of 
really full gray Santa Claus type beard. He shaved it all off yep. <laughs> on, on an Instagram that. live. So I was like, wow. Went from like ZZ top, right? To uh, all clean shaven. To just, yeah, yeah. To clean shaven. And I think he said he, he hasn't not had that beard, right? Or some sort of facial hair for, for years. So, I, so yeah. I, I, I just thought of something and maybe, I don't know. Um, this is something for discord or whatever. Uh, you know, November is quickly approaching, and I know mm. that we talked about our, our Halloween uh, whatever shave, but you know, instead of no shave November, we should like add in something on top of it and maybe get some Rogaine for our face and see if we can grow a full beard <laughs> for, uh, for Asia, us Asian stock. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, right? Like, you know, I know some Asians like with like wicked beards, but they are very yeah, much the, no the minority. They they are the exception and not the rule, yeah. and so. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'll just do this for myself and then get back to you guys. You know, on it. You know, I'll I'll find. You know, I've never looked up if you can just get Rogaine for your face and and see if that works. But all of a sudden, I'll wake up with this. You know, Grizzly Adams. You know, just yeah. a, a full <laughs> full beard. And uh, I don't think my wife likes like too much facial hair. So like that may not last. And but we'll see. I'll do some research and get back to you guys. I'll do it for the podcast. I'll do it for I'll do it for the clicks. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. To, sounds good to me. Yeah, you kind of talked, Gerard. You talked about you know uh, generally you know how your involvement in the community uh, was basically started through uh, mainly Reddit, right? Well, n- not yes, and in, in the community. Um, or is it more in person you're talking about? Uh... Yeah, it, it was more, yeah, more in person. Yeah, like online okay. community, like, I, uh, yeah, it, it was just very easy to go on Reddit because I was already on there. Right, um, right. But, you know, like I do have, you know, I think I have some profiles around. I'm, I'm, I'm on Facebook as well in a couple of groups, mm-hmm. um, but I can't say I'm particularly like, you know, super active in them. And I have profiles since, you know, doing the podcast um, on some of the forums, but I don't go on there at all. Um, and it's not a knock to them. It's just, I think like everyone else, you know, we have, you know, we have a, a spending account when it comes to time in the day. And I just don't have the time to go everywhere and, and do everything and, and watch everyone and watch everything out there. Right. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That might be something worth, uh, Arvin, because I know you want to touch upon that too. It's not you know, both the community aspect, but mm-hmm. also just other platforms. Was were, were there other? Because I I know I started us off on YouTube, but were there other 
platforms or medium that you wanted to tackle that, that were kind of like prominent to your wet shaving journey or even your current engagement of you know in, in the wet shaving spaces yeah sure uh so you know my you know entry into well just the uh, traditional shaving hobby you know was born from you know without getting into my f- full shave journey um it, it was all lurking and then my business partner at the time uh got into uh traditional shaving and bef- he actually started before the thing is i was researching it for for quite a few years uh just through the forums it just fascinated me i think i, I think it was like the art of manless blog i don't know if you guys are familiar with that one um but it just fascinated me because I, I remember just kind of getting those nostalgic feels remembering my grandpa's razors um, but my my business partner at the time he actually got a straight razor and hmm. um yeah, and it was just kind of fascinating to see, you know, all of the, uh, you know, the different hardware he had laid out. He had his strop, and then, you know, of course, he had his razor, he had his brush, and then that brush actually, and that was the only interaction that I had with anybody because, like, nobody was into it. I didn't talk to anybody in the forum, so that was, like, my one person who kind of had that overlapping interest with me, and then, um, you know, that was it, and then, you know, fast forward, several years you know i finally you know purchased my first you know pieces of hardware and uh, that that friend of mine who uh started uh, with the straight razor shaves he uh piffed me his pure badger brush art of shaving it was a total piece of crap but i had that (laughs) and i was using that uh to make my lathers still using cartridge razor but i had soap you know it was uh, parasso and that was it you know and my whole experience early in the was just lurking and reading information, you know, not feeling the, you know, compelled to talk to anybody because I got everything I needed. I just needed information, you know, and I watched videos, right. but it wasn't, I got introduced into the artisanal, you know, uh, space for, you know, f- for both hardware and software. I just happened to stumble on um uh, one of the the forums. Uh, there's a smaller group. It was, uh, yeah, I'm not going to name which one it was, but it, it was a very uh, small small group. Uh, it was for, from one of the artisans. is a private forum, and uh, that's actually where I met uh, you know quite a few people uh, in the community, including um, Nova Shaves. Um, so it was a really, really small community. I really enjoyed that aspect. There was a, about the similar numbers to what, you know, we have in the ladder talk discord. So it was like hundred, you know, just a little bit above a hundred plus or so manager, maybe a couple hundred, mm-hmm. but as far as active uh, members, engaged members, there was a handful at most, probably I want to say 20 to 30 regulars would, you know, consistently either engage in dialogue or, you know, actually post their shave of the days and, you know, talk about stuff they're excited about. And it was nice because I actually got to, you know, know the guys in the group and there's a, you know, a a few ladies too, but mostly guys. And it was really, really neat to have this camaraderie with, you know, a bunch of strangers, which, which is kind of creepy when you think about it, right? It's like, here we are, you know, sharing of ourselves, nothing personal, but engage in this hobby you know, people we would have never met in real life, but here we are just, you know, enjoying talking about our shared passion and, you know, um, yeah, uh, 
you know, talking with all these people. And then that, that, that forum actually ended up shutting down the platform closed. It was on Google plus um, they tried migrating to another uh, platform and just, it just wasn't the same. And then from that point, that's where I jumped ship uh, altogether. I mean, they're still around, um, but I went to Instagram and it, I didn't understand why would you want to post, you know, your, 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 your photos, I mean, even outside of shaving, <laughs> why would you want to post it for people that you don't know? Like, what's the point of that? That's kind of weird. You know, it's like people are going to, how are they going to find you? Not under, I kind of had an understanding of how it works, right? The whole hashtag thing and, you know, from Twitter and whatnot. But, you know, it's like for me, my social media interaction has always been with people I know, never to meet people, new people, it's just within my comfort zone and the circles of people that I already know, not to expand that just within my comfort zone. So it took me a little bit to wrap my head around that. But interestingly, just like in that small forum, I got to meet, you know, people uh, that uh, and you know, vibed with quite a handful of them. And in, in some cases, you know, maybe I uh, had uh, an exchange through, through one of the, you know, BSTs on the multiple platforms. And then I you know, recognized them on Instagram and then we started chatting and, you know, that be very much the case with me and you, John, because I bought something yeah. from you. Yep. And yeah. then we ended up kind of, you know, chatting here and there and, uh, you know, we became friends, you know, over the, the, the span of a, a couple of years. But, you know, other than that, you know, I was like, it's, you know, opportunity. I mean, if, you know, if you're open to it, you know, to meeting people, again, people you wouldn't have met in, you know, um, otherwise, you know, in the real world. I mean, it's, it's, it's neat. And it kind of blows my mind sometimes because these are people that I actually, you know, enjoy in, in dialogue and to, to varying degrees, you know, with, you know, with you and Gerard, you know, we, we've become friends and we've, you know, talked about so many things, you know, uh, about you know, our lives outside of shaving and, you know, sure. I, I'm really, really blessed, you know, to have met you both. Um, but yeah, but even within the, the hobby, you know, it was like, again, meeting people from all over the world, all over the United States and, um, you know, and I, I find that within at least Instagram, you know, talking about YouTube being somewhat repetitive and uh kind of cyclical you know that happens you know within well i think each of the communities right it's kind of like a rinse and repeat of the same right even just going through the shape of the day photos what happens you post you're either pimping your wares or flexing whatever you got right and you get pretty much the same guys that will will um respond or comment on your post and it's more or less you know i mean without getting into you know what's said it's kind of like the same same kind of uh, dialogue, you know, and it's great that, you know, to see that kind of support and interaction, but, you know, it, it kind of uh, made me, you know, think about it because it, you know, it, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, I enjoy the process. I enjoy doing shave the days because it combines, you know, three aspects of things that I, I love uh, photography, obviously the shape, you know, traditional shaving hobby and writing, you know, the microblogging format, it's, it's really cathartic. Um, you know, again, you know, just, I, I came from a, you know, creative background, you know, one of my former, you know, uh, former lives uh, in my career path. So I definitely miss, you know, that creative process and, you know, doing the shave of the days scratches that itch for me. And on top of that, I get to interact with the, you know, cool bunch of cool people, but 
you know, after doing it, you know, for, you know, a couple of years, you know, it, that gets, you know, repetitive and monotonous is like, you know, I, I stop and question, why am I doing this? You know, I was like, am I doing it for the likes? That made me a little bit. Um, is it you know, the kind of reaction, you know, the novelty is kind of wearing off, you know, it's like, where does it go from here? You know, and I, I found myself wanting to have and engage in, uh, you know, dialogue with more, with more purpose and more meaning. And, uh, you know, which is why uh, when, you know, you guys invited me early on, you know, to the discord, I was like, huh, this is an interesting concept, you know, going on a discord for, uh, you know, for, for shaving, how's that going to be real time chat? It's like, okay, we'll see how it is. Um, but, you know, to, you know, to answer that court kind of over you know that that question i had you know why am i doing this you know i was like this takes so much of my time and then yeah it's a creative exercise it's a creative outlet but now that i'm looking at this you're talking about a uh, management of time as you said gerard it's like man i'm putting a lot of time and energy you know and me being the kind of person that i am it's like i like to put a lot of of like production value into what i do you know i don't like just taking a snap and posting it there's nothing wrong with that you know it's like um, but just for me personally, you know, it's this whole process, you know, of the, the photography aspect, you know, the writing aspect, and then the interaction aspect. And it's, uh, again, you know, how I, uh, during these, these strange times, you know, was able to interact with people, you know, to kind of f- fulfill that, you know, social interaction. But now after doing it, you know, so many times it's, you know, where it's repetitive, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for more than, you know, just, you know, uh, rinse and repeat of the same, even if I'm, you know, trying new techniques and compositions, you know, for the photography aspect, it's still kind of the same thing over and over. And, you know, which is what leads me to, you know, where I've chosen to spend most of my time now, it's a lot more dynamic. And uh, I think for what I'm looking for within the hobby, you know, within the discord, it, it definitely satisfies that. And it reminds me a lot of my early beginnings and not that I, I don't like interacting with a bunch of people, you know, with so many people on Instagram, but it allows me to focus my time and, you know, my, my energy with this kind of select group of people. And it just so happens that, you know, there are quite a few intelligent and funny, um, you know, members that, yeah, uh, really enjoy uh, interacting with. So um, I don't spend as much time as, uh, as I used to on, you know, the other platforms, you know, YouTube and, and Instagram, I I'm still there here and there, but, uh, nowadays, you know, just for, yeah, sharing content and getting feedback or asking questions, uh, the, the discord format, I think is really, you know, conducive to, to, to tick a lot of the boxes of what, you know, I'm looking for, you know, like kind of a small intimate group, you know, you don't get lost in the mix. Um, also, you know, accessibility to, uh, you know, not all the vendors come through, but, you know, there are a few uh, artisans uh, that, you know, hang out with us too. So that's pretty neat too. Um, and yeah, so as far as, you know, interaction and, and consumption, uh, you know, where and how I'm looking to spend my, my time now, I'm, I'm really trying to manage that a lot better and be a lot more selective with, you know, where I place that time and energy and, you know, definitely want to kind of like with, with our friends and the people we want to invest, you know, our, our time with, um, because, and there's, <laughs> there's not enough time in the day, uh, that I really wish, you know, there was, so really have to be selective with that. So, um, 
yeah, definitely mm-hmm. spending a lot more time uh, ever since it, like it, the, it, it shifted a lot ever since, yeah, the love talk discord happened, you know, I'm spending, yeah, definitely less time uh, away f- uh, from the other platforms for sure. Well, thanks for, I mean, I think what we started talking about in the content creation space really morphed into um, how we engage with the Witchhaven community, which is all well and good because I, I think, mm. I know from my journey, it's very similar to you in which at certain parts of this journey, that content creation part was much more, that was, it was kind of driving it a little bit. And, you know, yeah. f- for sure through, uh, through this podcast, um, through, uh, through through making videos and stuff like that, I've definitely come across people who I normally wouldn't have interacted with. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know, just like what you mentioned, your experience on Instagram totally uh, resonated with me because for any platform where I really made a play or wanted to put more stuff, you know, something of me out there, it was Instagram. And so while I liked it where I was learning basic like product photography kind of stuff, was having fun with it and getting exposed to, and this, this is probably like three years ago, three, four years ago by now. Um, and that this is before I ever did videos was started on Instagram. And for sure it was a uh, Instagram three to four years ago was a different place. than it is now it, it, it didn't have Instagram live, which actually is a really nice way to interact with whoever's doing the live as well as people watching that, that actually, I think really helps, but it can be a pretty lonely place too, because it's yeah. In the comments, you're not having this, you're not necessarily, you know, for the most part, not having those kind of back and forth. It can happen, but I think mm-hmm. most times it's like, you might kind of just thinking how I started talking with Gerard. It's like, uh, oh, like, you know, I, I kind of I like what you're doing. Uh, we're both uh, doing some videos for West Coast Shaving as well. And also um, one part we haven't really touched upon, and I hope to touch upon this more in the future, is there aren't a lot of Asian American creators out there, content creators. And so it's like, <laughs> I, this is what I wish I had video, but it's like one of those things where you see someone like down the street, across the street, I do the, the little like head nod. So I definitely head mm-hmm. nodded Gerard and slid into his DMs. <laughs> and <laughs> Very much so. And and I'm just like, <laughs> new phone, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> and I probably look like Arvin too, but... Uh, and and I just I touch upon that because that is something I really would like to. Uh, we don't have time to do that today, but it's that oh. whole representation in media, and mm-hmm. as Asian American in media, uh, it's it's there's more there's more happening, especially from like even just a de- uh, five ten years ago. Um, but I think there's some, there's something there's something there. It's a uh, not to toot you know, to our own horn, own horn, but we have a different perspective on things, even just like we're talking about like a scent or a fragrance, which we talk about a lot, the mm-hmm. things that trigger it, right? Like the, the, the food smells, the, the scent memories, they're going to have different associations. And I know that I, when I talk about like, Oh, this reminds me of a certain tea I had uh, at dim sum mm-hmm. with, uh, with extended family for this celebration. It's like, that's not going to hit the same way for everyone out there. In fact, it's going to hit, very small percentage, but that small percentage, it really, you know what I mean? Like it cuts mm-hmm. into something, um, something to the core. And w- when I'm watching in other genres, like whether it be fragrance or cooking or 
I don't know, whatever random YouTube stuff I watch, there, there's something when someone's making that content that looks like me and has some similar touch touchstones in their history, it, it hits a little different. So that that's been rattling, you know, to share with you guys, but to share with listeners too, that's been something I want to talk about more. And I know it's not necessarily something that's interesting to everyone, but it, it is no doubt a part, I think, of um, of our of our journey here with the podcast and um, even how we engage with the wet shaven community. So I don't know, that's something, and Arvin, I, I, even Arvin, I know we've t- talked about a little bit here and there. So you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we might have to have you on again there to sh- share your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. On, on that subject, but yeah, but th- but thank you so much though. Just I I just really do enjoy um, how you shared kind of like just that little that little bit of history uh and how it kind of went from different formats because like, groups come and go like you said like google plus that whole mm-hmm. think of it like a whole platform shut down and and it's sometimes like the community that that community really really shifts and doesn't quite look the same or doesn't even quite survive that that move but um at least I know you know there, there there are other places where you can kind of pick up the pieces and you kind of find your way. So um, all that being said, I'm really glad uh, to have your friendship, Arvin, um, and to have kind of you looking out for our little Discord community, but also just your and your grander place in the Wet Shaven community. Because um, if you guys don't know, if you've never asked Arvin a question uh, about like a razor or a soap, he's gonna he's gonna give you know. He's going to do his research and give you a very well thought out, um, thoughtful, uh, thoughtful, insightful answer. So you definitely, I think you've brought that to today's episode as well. So thank you so much, Arvin. You're welcome. I'm not sure if I should be apologizing, but yes, I am uh, (laughs) verbose to a fault. Um, I'm working on it, but uh, yeah. In depth, in depth is what I said. (laughs) It's, it's in, <laughs> it's in, it's an honor, uh, really, uh, to be in the company of, of you both, uh, really have a lot of respect for, um, yeah, what you guys do, uh, within your own rights, you know, I was like, I've, I've seen, you know, uh, through your content creation, you know, both on YouTube and on Instagram and, um, yeah, it's really been a joy and a privilege to, you know, get to know you both and interact on the level that, you know, we've gotten to, um, you know, both in, you know, the, the social media space and, you know, behind the scenes in private. Um, but, you know, that's exactly, you know, what uh, I, I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, just in general, you know, when, you know, we, we kind of tend to compartmentalize our lives, right? We try and separate things uh, for either for, for various reasons, you know, whereas for me, it's like, I'm trying to, you know, turn on its head where, yeah, there's definitely some uh, spaces and times you want to separate, but at the same time, I'm trying to make it so that it's uh, more consistent and universal for simplicity sakes. So, you know, much in the same way, you know, the, <laughs> the whole reason why we got into, besides being fascinated with shiny, you know, things, vintage and new um, <laughs> and smells is, you know, the, it's the, the philosophy behind it, right? It's the approach behind traditional wet shaving where um, we take something that's typically, you know, a chore, right? Or something we don't necessarily look forward to, right? And somehow it turned into a gourmet experience, right? And um, much in the same way, you know, the approach that I have, uh, you know, with 
just people in general, you know, kind of approaching it the same, same way. I don't know if I, if I made the right, if I was able to successfully bridge the, what I'm trying to say with my point, but rather than, yeah, separate my lives, just kind of turn it into, you know, the, you know, the people I meet and interact with within the hobby, uh, you know, treat it and pursue, you know, genuine, uh, sincere interaction. And it, it really is, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's like, I would say satisfying, but uh, I really do enjoy it. And um, really think of, you know, you guys as, you know, like my, my friends, you know, and my brothers and uh, yeah, again, just really blessed and uh, thankful and uh, honored, you know, to, you know, that you guys include me in your company, um, you know, be part of team on the, on the discord and you know, to have me, you know, as a, um, on uh, on the on this uh, episode so you know thank you both of course definitely it's our pleasure um and as we're winding things down um i, I love i just want to give some space so you can kind of give your plugs arvin where can people find you know find you posting things that we obviously mentioned the Lather talk discord where all three of us can be found but any other any other platforms or spaces that you'd like to give a plug to uh well, I'm going to be a total uh, Lather Talk Discord fanboy, and I only post there. So that's it. <laughs> no, no kidding. So uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I primarily, you know, I'm on different forums too, but I'm most active on uh, Instagram. And my username is uh, Rocketvin, uh, R-O-K-I-T-V-I-N. And you did get it right uh, <laughs> live. It is Rocketvin, as in the second half of my name, Arvin. Um, so my personal is actually Rocket Arv and my shaving <laughs> is uh, Rocket Vin. But yeah, I have not posted anything to my personal Instagram for about maybe five or six years, I want to say. Ah, maybe oh. three years. Wow. Um, yeah, three years, I want to say. There, thereabouts. But anyway, yeah, Instagram, Rocket okay. Vin. All right, and, and we'll be sure to also post that in the, uh, in the show notes as well. If you guys want to check out, again, Arvin's very... Uh, what's the word i'm looking for um very intentional about the the content that you produce and so uh yeah just keep keep at it with whether it be photography i know you're a man of many talents so um definitely keep us um keep us aware of any projects coming up in the near future the future for and sure for sure yeah yeah and we, we definitely would love to have you on again yeah i'd be i'd be happy to yeah this is fun Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight, Arvin. Gerard, still there? You still with us, buddy? Yes, we are. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> I, you know, you know, it's harder just to stay quiet yeah. than than yeah. than it is, if anything. But no, I am still here. Any any well, should have been like I should be like new phone. Who did? <laughs> any, any yeah, I'm sorry. Like any last any last things that you want to plug or mention or anything like that? No. Um, yeah uh instagram hey gerard shaves uh come on the discord uh check things out um it's it's not that bad uh i promise um there's an ignore function if you get sick of listening to me or anything like that so the, you know the, feel free to use it I, w- I won't be hurt because i won't know about it anyway mm. so uh but yeah nice. um other than that we'll see you guys uh yeah uh, we'll, i don't know like we'll we'll see uh everyone after halloween and go from there
Awesome. Thank you, Gerard. And, and lastly, for me, you guys can find me on all the things at Latherhog. That's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and wherever. I'm Latherhog. Uh, and again, thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. And we hope to see you real soon. Take care now. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Lather Talk. We also want to say thank you to our friend Arvin for joining us and just having such a great time uh, chatting together. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you can help us out in a few ways. First off, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a five-star review as this will help us with the algorithm and getting the show suggested to your fellow wet shavers and those interested uh, in this little area and hobby of ours. Second, if you're watching us over on YouTube, please be sure to hit that like button. And if you haven't done so already, please consider becoming a subscriber to the channel. We also have some Lather Talk merchandise up on our Etsy page. And of course, there is the previously mentioned Patreon. You can find links for both of those over at www.lathertalk.com. Again, that's www.lathertalk.com. We hope you enjoyed today's show and that you'll join us for the next episode.